0: On the Wake Up Radio presents your host, the Ivory
1: New Energy. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. family i appreciate y'all joining me this evening this is d ivory for those of you who don't know i have a uh a, a business uh entitled new energy uh, in which i create copper and crystal jewelry um this is my first room here with me uh, while we get the format together i appreciate you Urema, for. Um, for coming through and uh, helping me get my first joint started, this is my inaugural clubhouse conversation, and um, you know it's only right that I make it about what I'm about, and that's uh, metaphysical healing. You know, um, if y'all read the bio to this club, uh, it, it's I did a great job. I I believe of expressing exactly what I feel like uh, we're here for. Um, this is a space where enlightened minds convene to facilitate the ascension of human consciousness in this realm. This club is for high vibrational beings only. I really felt like it was necessary to say that because we know Clubhouse is a wild place, and uh, I chose today to start this thing because y'all hear all that noise outside. Um, all of us ain't with that shit. You know, we're in the house. We're we're controlling our environment. We're trying to create a space of peace and comfort. You know, so I appreciate y'all being here because y'all could be outside. You know, shooting guns in the air. I appreciate y'all being here with me. Um, again, Yarema, I appreciate you. Peace to the family. Um, if y'all are familiar with me and, and y'all just seen me uh, start this room, y'all jumped in to support me. Thank you. Give thanks for that. Um, so I just, I look forward to this journey. You know, I look forward to this. I, I talked about it a lot. Um, in Yarema's club It's entitled mastermind Alliance. Um, and I've, I've been on that building with the guy for a while, um, as well as, you know, the rest of the family. And this has kind of been a, um, it's been a a great catalyst for me to get back to expressing myself. You know, over time, you know, our throat chakras can become blocked. We have a hard time sometimes with self-expression. And a lot of times it takes some some shadow work to be able to tap in and and get back to your your more youthful self. And that's what's been happening for me. Um, Sometimes life just kicks in and puts you through some shit. And it gets harder and harder to express yourself until you, you know, have that release. And uh, so part of that journey for me was uh, creating this uh, this outlet for myself, um, y'all can check out my my profile here and, and look at my Instagram and look at some of my work. Um, it has progressed a little bit over time, and that's indicative of my growth over the past five years or so. So yeah. here we are. You know, we are intersecting here on this third dimensional plane together, right here, um, and we all generally are like minded people. Um, and so I just want to I just want to have a conversation Just to kind of introduce the club um, Y'all can feel free to raise your hands At any given time This is definitely an open discussion um, I, I'm assuming that everybody here is familiar with um, You know, crystal healing Crystal energy um, You know, metaphysics in general You know, you, I'm sure y'all are familiar with your chakras And all of that But nevertheless, we're still going to go through some of those fundamentals uh, For those who may not be as in tune um, So uh, first of all um, before I really get into the nitty gritty of, uh, of talking about this, I want, uh, Yurema, if you don't mind, you want to introduce yourself for a second and help me get this thing started.
3: Yeah, I think, I think, uh, D, I think just about everybody in the room kind of, uh, uh, they, they kind of rock with us both. So I see a lot of that. I see a lot of the, uh, our, our family from the, uh, Mastermind Alliance who are over here Uh, so yeah so anything that I can do to help uh, uh, make those changes uh, so that we can move from a physical reality back into a spiritual reality uh, that's I think that that's my purpose that's but one of the many things that I'm here to do um, right. and I just want to uh, I just want to do my part in this plane of things made manifest uh, and show the love and adoration that I have for our Aboriginal Indigenous Melanated family and so um, it's it's great to be in this room with UD. Uh, I've seen the progression and um, I think that uh, this is a, a beautiful thing uh, black men standing up, you standing up and, and stepping out and uh creating creating our space and that's that's what this is about. Uh there are no little mm-hmm. eyes and big U's and, and vice versa. So I'm I'm glad to be here to support just as you've supported me in, in in my room and uh just as everyone else has supported. So uh let's do it.
2: No doubt, no doubt. Yeah we, we locked in. We locked in family. Um you know yeah you, you was right about that, Ureen but everybody in the room for the most part, uh, You know, y'all used to hearing our voices, uh, but I I want this, I I want to, I want to bring a a light, a light energy to this. You know what I mean? I I want this to be definitely be an open discussion. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want it to seem like I'm just here to try to teach or to try to, you know, be the, be the sole provider of information. This is definitely a bill for all of us to be able to, um, you know, tap into some deeper conversations and, um, you know, and, and to get real with some shit. So, um, you know, first and foremost, um, people have asked me a few times what this play on words is behind the name of uh, energy. Right. Um, I'm going to tell you how I came up with that. Uh, if it's not obvious enough, um, <laughs> uh, new, obviously refers to our Nubian cells. Um, aside from, you know, the, the general meaning of the word new, um, something, uh, something that's being created, something that's being birthed, something that's, um, that's, uh, uh, rising above the horizon. You see what I'm saying? Um, So the word new is kind of self-explanatory, but I definitely, you know, I wanted to make that a double entendre with new as in Nubian. Um, We are Nubian people. Uh, Energy, Uh, you know, energy never dies. It can be created nor destroyed. We are energetic beings before anything else. We have several different systems in our in our in our bodies. We have a circulatory system. We have a nervous system. We have an endocrine system. You know, we have this organ system, but we forget about our our energetic bodies. We are metaphysical beings, meaning that we are, and uh, we are we are operating in accordance to universal law, whether we know it or not, whether we whether we uh, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. Your energy is. Um, either increasing or decreasing is either high or low. You know what I'm saying? And and, and just like all other things, um, such as the law of polarity or the law of correspondence, um, there's never a definite high point in terms of vibration. There's never a definite low point in terms of vibration. It's a spectrum. It's a never-ending spectrum in both directions. So at no point are you ever vibrating at the highest possible uh, frequency. You can always vibrate higher. Um, and you can always descend even lower. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so with that understanding, uh, what we want to do is, is learn how to control that, how to control our and, and how to control our pendulum and to decide at what point do I choose to vibrate today. How do I choose to vibrate at what frequency? Right? Um, so your energy is is that life force that exists within you that contains all forces of nature. All of the elements that exist in nature exist within us. Right? And the uh, The idea of alchemy, or to or to be an alchemist, is to understand that you know we are a force of nature within ourselves, and so everything that's outside of us that we um, that we utilize as tools, these are all things that there, there's there's not a single mineral, a single crystal out there, uh, who uh, whose mineral that uh uh, uh which uh, the mineral composition doesn't already exist within our body. So we're using these things as tools that are, that are external to our bodies, but we're using them to affect the frequency that already exists within us. Um, so for those who may not necessarily be familiar with what crystals actually are, they're not just pretty little rocks that, that we dig up of the ground and, 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 you know, pretend like they're magical. They are actual mineral deposits that are billions of years old, the majority of them, and they come out of the, out of the earth. They're some of the oldest living consciousness beings on this planet. Somebody, somebody might say, "What do you mean by conscious? How is a rock conscious? How is a crystal conscious?" It's conscious because of its vibration. Uh, it contains life force energy, just like we do, just like the plants do, uh, just like you know the minerals themselves that are actually compressed and crystallized into these beautiful, um, you know, manifested crystals that we see. So that's 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 what uh that's what the power of the crystals entails. It, it, it's it's all about being able to use those crystals to uh, to either raise or lower the vibration of any of our energetic centers that exist within our body. Um, these energetic centers are obviously called chakras. Their energy or chi or life force or kundalini. Um, these are all different names of the same thing. Um, so, I guess to get into you know the the chakras um, uh, uh, and and what and what they actually are, we have to understand that to understand how these crystals interact with them. Um, We have seven major chakras. We can't, you know, they're they're actually way more than that. Uh, We're not going to get into all of those, but we'll just start with the basic seven. Uh, We have our root chakra at the bottom, which is it vibrates at the same frequency as the color red, color frequency sound and light frequency are all synonymous to one another. Okay? So when you think of Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, I, Ti, Do, those are sound vibrations, right? They all come with a different frequency. Color is the exact same thing. When you start at Do, that's your root chakra. That vibration is is your root chakra vibration. All the way on up the scale. Your root chakra deals with pretty much basic survival, basic, uh, grounding functionality, um, here in this physical plane. This is what it takes you to the earth. It attaches you to the whole existence here. Right. Um, and then you have your sacral chakra, your second chakra, which is, you know, uh, around your pelvic area. And that deals with, um, that deals with, you know, creativity, um, you know, your, your, uh, your life force energy. It deals with, um, sexual energy, um, you know, and your ability to be effective in, in whatever it is that you that you choose to manifest in terms of creative creativity. Um, and then you move on up to your, your third chakra, which is your navel chakra, uh, your your solar plexus chakra is a better name for it. Now, the word solar plexus is not by, so by mistake. That's literally the sun of your body, the center of your body. So if you think your body is a planetary system, as a solar system, you would look at your solar plexus as the fun of your body right this is your your uh the store the, this is this is what stores your uh your vitality your vital energy this this deals with your forward momentum and your your ability to be effective in your in your dealings on this plane it's kind of referred to as your your body's battery um it, it and also is uh it's tied to your lower intuition or your your gut instincts you see what i'm saying um, your next chakra will be your heart chakra, which is the color green. Your sacral chakra is vibrates at the same vibration as the orange. Your your solar plexus is the color yellow, like the sun. Your heart chakra is um, deals. Uh, it, it's it's kind of like the center for your 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 love of self, and so in turn. You know, looking at the law of correspondence, it goes within, then it also goes without. So just as much as it deals with your love for self, you're also dealing with your ability to love, have compassion, and empathize with other beings, other energetic beings. Your heart is what connects you to other people. It is your emotional balance, your emotional intelligence. Right? So if you think of um, something like the Earth's magnetic field, think about the, the visual, the visual of the Earth's magnetic field. It's like a mushroom that blooms outward in all directions, right? Your heart is the center of your magnetic field. So it extends outwards like like a mushroom in all directions. Okay, so when I come close to you and you feel my energy, you're feeling my heart chakra energy, as well as your aura. We can get to that later on. But when you're talking about like right up close and personal, you can feel somebody's heart vibration because it's always beating at a certain frequency. So when you hug somebody, I think that's where hugs come from. Being able to put yourself heart to heart with somebody and to either have your energy affect theirs or vice versa, right? You're putting your hearts together so that you can combine those energies. Okay. Um, the heart chakra vibrates at the same frequency. the color green. Okay. Moving on up, we have the uh, the fifth chakra, which is your throat chakra. Um this is like your balance, the, the balance, this is where you balance your yin and yang energy. Your, your masculine and feminine energy So if y'all heard me earlier You know in, in the introduction um, This is something that I've struggled with You know I've struggled with my heart chakra Because when I was younger I was pretty much An outspoken ex- Um, And I'm sure A lot of people label certain traumas Certain um, Certain uh, Life experiences You know falling deep into certain uh, into Depression and, and that type of thing uh, can affect your heart chakra and definitely throw off the chakras as well. But for me personally, you know, my throat chakra was probably most affected by some of the things I've experienced in life. So as I got a little older, I, I kind of lost ability to communicate effectively and to speaking out loud and letting people know exactly what it is I'm feeling. You know what I mean? Um, so that's 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 the importance of your throat chakra because without without um, you know opening that chakra up. Uh, you are unable to communicate properly, and therefore you're gonna throw yourself off because you're not you're not expressing what you feel. Um, moving on up, and the throat chakra is blue, by the way, uh, like a cayenne blue. Then we're moving on up to the, the third eye chakra, which most people refer to that don't even know what the hell the chakras are. People talk about third eye all the time. Understand exactly what it is. Um, your third eye is your pineal gland in your body. So all of these. Um, all these chakras, first of all, are they coincide with your endocrine system, your glands in your body. So every last one of these are tied to a gland. Your glands affect every organ around that particular gland. If that makes sense to you. So when I talk about the uh, the root chakra, the root chakra sits at the base of your spine, right? And so what's affected whether whether you're subduing or opening that chakra is Going to result in how the organs around the base of your spine operate. If it's subdued, you're going to have some issues at your base chakra. Okay, so how that affects your third eye chakra. When you open that up, your third eye chakra deals with meditation. It deals with your spiritual awareness, right? It deals with your ability to have intuition and to see through things, right? We all have that. We ha- we all have this intuition in in and in an ability to kind of read read the room. You know what I mean? that's what that is. That's, that's where you tap in at. Um, it, uh, it has a lot to do with, um, it has a lot to do with understanding the energetic world, being able to discern between, um, certain energies. (laughs) Okay. Um, your, your third eye chakra is a darker blue color, right? Now your crown chakra is violet or like a purplish color your crown chakra sits on top of your head. And this is why it's important that we, um, that we don't comply with the whole idea of not having hair on our head. You know, the the modern society kind of makes you feel like, you know, you're more presentable if you just cut it all off and be clean cut and shit like that. But what you're doing is you're cutting off the crown chakra. You're cutting, you're cutting yourself off of the crown. These are your antennas, your hair is your antennas, literally they're extensions of your nervous system. Okay. So, your crown chakra, which exists directly above the crown of your head. Um, not that it's not there if you don't have any hair. It's still there. But you don't have any antennas to, to operate properly. Um, so that deals with your uh, your spiritual and universal oneness. This is where we're all able to tap into that Akashic realm. We're able to tap into a higher dimensions through our crown chakra. Okay. Now, this is this is something that we all have access to. If we're able to harness that energy enough to ascend beyond our crown chakra, this is where you can meet somebody, automatically connect with them on a spiritual plane without being able to speak. That's because both parties involved are able to communicate non-verbally via their energetic bodies. So this is your heart energy. You know what I'm saying? Being able to to communicate your your emotion, you know what you're feeling, you know, emotions means energy and motion. And so that's the significance of your heart chakra. But I'm saying that to say that even with your crown chakra, if you're able to vibrate high enough, you are able to tap into different things that we used to do, you know, prior to European influence. That's shit like telecommunication, you know, uh, uh, not telecommunication, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Telepathy, Uh, being able to speak without speaking. There was a time where we did that because we knew how to control our energetic bodies and to vibrate. To the point where we're able to utilize our crown chakra. All right. So to wrap that up in terms of the chakras, what we what we're doing is we're aligning those color frequencies, the frequencies of the minerals, uh, the mineral composition of each crystal, and we align that with each chakra and what and how it affects each chakra. So the same way we have an aura, we have an energetic body. All living things, and so these crystals they have a consciousness these crystals have a vibration and a frequency and so when i when i take a crystal that is to work with the with the uh, root chakra just to start off if i take a crystal that i know has a significant energetic uh interaction with my root chakra what i'm going to do with that crystal is i'm going to hold it close to my root chakra right and i'm going to and i'm going to meditate depending on the crystal you have crystals like so, uh, I'll go ahead and break it down. So, the root chakra, you're dealing with a red color frequency. The, the color red has that same frequency no matter, what, no matter what it is. A red car has the same vibrational frequency as a red flower. It has the same vibrational frequency as um, a stop sign, right? And we can get into that, too, because the powers that be know how to use these energies to control the masses. A stop sign is a great example of that but we can touch we can go into that later on but uh in terms of um you know the way that these the, what what crystals go with what an easy rule of thumb is based on the color frequency so if you're able to pull up you know all, all y'all can pull it up you can go on your on your phone or whatever and just pull up um just pull up chakras so you can get a better visual of it it's it's the rainbow upside down right now every every stone whatever color that stone is nine times out of ten is going to vibrate at the frequency of that color so you can easily coincide that with what chakra it can benefit you in but not all crystals are necessary not not every crystal is to open your chakra up there's certain crystals that if i try to work with a certain crystal for my root chakra it will subdue that chakra as opposed to enhance it or open it right so a lot of people will say, well, shit, if it's a black stone, that's a root chakra stone. But I'm going to tell you all something that a lot of people really don't know. Black stone, like black tourmaline, hematite, black onyx, smoky quartz. These stones don't open up your root chakra. So if you're really trying to do the work to, to, to vibrate higher. And you ask somebody, "Hey, what uh, what stone do I need? I'm trying to work on my root chakra. I'm trying to open up my root chakra." And they're like, "Oh well, shit, a black stone is a root chakra stone." This is this is this is like this is a, a, a very remedial mistake that people make because just because it's associated with that chakra doesn't mean it's good for that chakra. So a black stone, rather than opening you up, will close up and 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 subdue your root chakra to where you're not able to vibrate beyond that point. Right. That's not to say that those black crystals are not good for you because a lot of us need to subdue our root chakra if you understand what I'm saying if you find yourself vibrating at a low frequency on a regular basis, you're sex driven you know what I'm saying, you can't think about nothing but but food you know, all you want to do is exist basic animal instinct, you just want to be here you just want to fucking eat and just have a good time your, 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 your root chakra doesn't need any more opening, it's open enough you see so so what you want to do at that point is work on is work on dealing with you know black tourmaline black onyxes, obsidians, and things like that because what that's going to do is absorb negative energy that's what black crystals do the color black absorbs all frequencies. that's how that works you know moving on up i'm gonna i'm gonna give you all a couple a couple of different ones if if you happen to be taking notes you know hopefully you can just retain it if not but um so let me start with your root chakra again. I'm going to start from the bottom up again, and I- I'll make this part brief. The root chakra, again, it's red. Now, to subdue your root chakra, you should use any of those black crystals that I just named. To open up your root chakra, you want to work with red crystals, right? You want to work with red crystals. You want to work with bloodstone. You want to work with the garnet. You want to work with ruby. Um, what else? We got mukite jasper. There's several different, different crystals. Um, Carnelian, if anybody's familiar with that, um, and don't be intimidated by all these crystals because there's so many of them. Just Google it. Just Google it. You know, in the work that I do, I get a lot of people that you know, you know, I, I do consultations. You know, I'm in the DM all day talking to people about what works for them, what crystals do they need, um, and you know, I usually go by that by that rule of thumb when it comes to color because usually the crystals that have the same as that chakra are the ones that open it up. The ones that coincide with that same chakra, but they're not the same color, are the ones that subdue it. If if, if y'all follow, so keep that in mind because this this is my rule of thumb. This is this is what I've kind of you know uh, coagulated in my own mind so that when I'm having these conversations, it can flow a lot easier than me having to stop and look everything up. Okay, so when you're dealing with your root, when, when you're dealing with your sacral chakra. Again, if y'all remember, this is creativity, life force energy, sexual energy. Now, heed that. I want y'all to heed that because all of those things are synonymous. Your sexual energy is your creative energy, right? So when you when you when you work with certain crystals for your sacral chakra, you're opening that up. Say, you know, I'm, I'm in a creative slump. I got thirty some orders I gotta fill. I got customers waiting on these crystals. I'm having a hard time, you know, focusing and things like that. Now, you know, of course, when it comes to focusing, I can I can talk about the third eye. I can talk about other chakras, but I'm specifically talking about my create my creative energy. Now, I'm going to use crystals like, you know, now we're talking about a dark orange color for for this particular Mm -hmm. color frequency of that chakra. I'm dealing again with carnelian. I'm also dealing with citrine. I'm dealing with um, ruby as well. A lot of the a lot of the crystals that work for your root chakra also uh, work with your uh, your sacral chakra. This yeah. is the noise in the background. I got I got some some uh, buffoonery ass neighbors that uh, they tapped into this Fourth of July shit. Can you, um, so, Dave, can you
3: can you repeat that again for the for the sacral chakra? What are you What are you working?
2: With? Sacral chakra. You're talking creativity, life force energy. And, and, uh, and sexual energy and the crystals that you are going to use to open your sacral chakra are going to be similar crystals to the root chakra um, you're dealing with red, dark, orange type crystals, so citrine um uh, carnelian, ruby um uh, if anybody's familiar with that, you got like watermelon, tourmaline, things like that that are all like dark red right. or orange crystals um I'm sorry, dark orange or red crystals. Um, so then we have, uh, moving up. We have, oh, I'm sorry to subdue. If you're, if your sacral chakra is, is, uh, you know, if, it, if it's overactive, then you want to subdue that a little bit. Right. So you're going to work with crystals like crystal cola, which is like a bluish greenish crystal. Um, you work with like, uh, clear quartz. You're going to work with Jade. Um, Now, if you pay attention to what I said earlier, those colors are not orange. Those those crystals are not orange crystals. So don't just assume that I want to work with my sacral chakra. It's an orange chakra. So I'm only going to work with orange crystals because what you might be doing is creating an overactive chakra by only dealing with those specific crystals. So sometimes it might be necessary to subdue that chakra as well right if maybe you're maybe you're oversexualized maybe you're horny all the time and you need to relax cuz you're single you ain't got nothing going on you just need to chill the fuck out get you some some uh some some jade you know what i'm saying get you some some Chris cola things like that okay um so we're going to move up to to your navel chakra your navel is again your solar plexus i don't even want to refer to it as a navel chakra this is your solar plexus this is the center of your being okay Um, just to remind you, this is again, your, your body's battery that's dealing with gut instinct. This is your lower mind. Y'all know what it is when you feel it in your gut. It's like, hold on. I don't know. Something ain't right about that situation. That's the son of your body telling you, yeah, nah, you know, this, this is your lower intuition and believe it or not, you know, in ancient times that would be given much more, uh, credence than, than, uh, you know, so-called higher intuition. That gut feeling takes precedence over everything else. If your gut don't feel it, then you got to back out, right? So dealing with that crystal, I mean, with that uh, chakra, certain crystals uh, would be, um, would be, you know, yellow or crystal. You have like a, a yellow or a golden citrine. There's my favorite crystal, one of my favorite crystals. It's called Golden Healer. That is a beautiful variation of a citrine crystal. Um, you have... Uh, what else? Uh, calcite, which is a very, very rich yellowish or orange crystal. Then you have topaz, which is a beautiful, more rare crystal as well. <laughs> um, and if you want to subdue that 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 uh, solar plexus chakra for whatever reason, I, I can't think of any reason why you want to subdue your solar plexus. But you deal with amber, moonstone, peridot stones like that. Your heart chakra. The most popular crystal that I that I can think of is rose quartz. Everybody loves rose quartz. Rose quartz is a pink chakra. I mean, a, a pink crystal, and we're dealing with a green chakra, which is which is uh which is a heart chakra. Now, this used to confuse the hell out of me, but for whatever reason, that vibration of those pink crystals has a very similar vibration to green crystals. So, a rose quartz crystal is not much different than a kunzite crystal or a jade crystal, right? Pink and green go hand to hand, so you're dealing with that. Um, to in order to open up your heart chakra, this is when you want to be more empathetic. You want to you want to be more compassionate with the folks around you. You feel closed off to the world around you. You know you want to be more loving. You're going to start dealing with those crystals, rose quartz, and there's there's several others. Like the the few that I'm giving y'all is just you know just just a starter. You know what I mean? Um, but to subdue your heart chakra, you deal with. Um, You'd actually deal with malachite, which is green. You know, by saying uh, emerald, it doesn't have to be a green emerald. Um, emerald comes in several variations, and then you have got tourmaline. Tourmaline also comes in, in various uh, various colors and variations. Um, your throat chakra, you open it up with blue topaz. It's a beautiful. That's a beautiful crystal, and it's also very rare. You're going to deal with azurite. You're going to deal with kyanite. These are all rich blue crystals. Kunzite is a blue crystal, right? That's to open up your uh, your throat chakra. These are crystals that I've been working with for years because you know what I've been telling y'all. Also, lapis, lapis is, is also a beautiful crystal that I'm sure a lot of y'all are familiar with. Those are all throat chakra crystals, opening up your throat chakra. If you need to subdue your throat chakra because you're just too damn loud and proud, you just need to relax. You know, you 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 you're being heard and not seen. <laughs> You're gonna want to work with um, with with subduing crystals for your throat chakras, such as uh, sapphire, um, turquoise. uh, I think another one is uh, aquamarine. Things like that. Third eye chakras. If you want to open your third eye, you're dealing with amethyst. Y'all know amethyst. You're dealing with moonstone. You're dealing with uh, sugar light. Uh, And you can subdue it with lapis, with uh, spectrolite, with uh, watermelon tourmaline um and just to get through it you know the corn the, the crown chakra um you're dealing with diamonds you're dealing with extremely high vibrational crystals herkimer diamonds are also um they have the same vibration as a diamond believe it or not and herkimer diamonds are much much less expensive and uh have a lot less blood on their hands um and then clear quartz obviously so any of those clear crystals any of those those super clear crystals those are great including selenite. If y'all are familiar with selenite, those are great for your crown chakra. Uh, you could think of it as um, like electronics. Electronics all use clear quartz crystal in order to transmit that energy. In order for anything to be able to turn on and actually work, it needs hella clear quartz inside of it. And the same thing works with our bodies. Obviously, these minerals exist within us already. So what we're trying to do is find an, a, a vibration outside of ourselves to bring close to our energetic bodies like a tuning force. If y'all know what a tuning fork is If you put two tuning forks next to each other If I ding this one ding, I bring it close to another one That other one is going to vibrate At the same frequency as that one So that's what you're doing with, with these crystals You're you're using it as a tuning fork To realign and, and, and put your chakra Back at its original frequency So we can operate at our best selves Right So then uh, if you want to subdue that crown chakra I ain't never heard of that but if that's what you want to do, you're going to use opal again, tourmaline that comes up a lot in this subduing conversation. You use tourmaline to subdue shit, right? And then you've got apple apple for light, I think it's called um which is like a it's it, it's a black crystal, but it's also it also comes in like a purple variation, I believe. but those are all to subdue your crown shots, right so uh, yeah if 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 i'm if I'm moving too fast or something if it's not comprehensive, then then let me know um but that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with the way that these crystals interact with your body right so all through the ages all through the ages we've been using crystals to we've been placing it in our jewelry we've been placing it in our crowns we've been carrying it with us you know these these have been commodities and 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 uh very valuable uh natural resources to our people for a very long time now what's happening is that, it's being presented to us nowadays because this is information that they can't get rid of. This is eternal information, you know, and, and this is a natural technology that they can't keep from us. It's impossible, right? Cause it comes out of the ground everywhere. So, and I'm, I'm going to get back to that ter- that term natural technology, because I, I really like that term. And, and that's to me, that's what, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what I produce with these, with these crystals and this jewelry that I create. Um, it's a natural technology because these elements exist in all of the technology that we use now. If you crack your phone open, it's going to be plenty of copper. It's going to be plenty of quartz in there, right? Among other things, right? Um, all these things come straight out the earth, and they actually improve our quality of life, right? So, what happens now is in this in this new world, in this Western world, they present this information to us as new age, a new age lifestyle. Right, what that's telling me is that okay, so this is some new shit. Like, so this is so everything that existed prior that I knew about prior, like my religion and and uh, my fucking the, the the meds that I take and the uh, you know all the other ways that I've been told by Western society to take care of myself. That's the that's the traditional way, but then there's this new thing. There's this oh it's it's them crystal That's that new stuff. Like what you know so. I think that's that's a ploy. That's a ploy to make you feel like this is some shit that you should be skeptical of, right? But, mind you, we just now entered the age of Aquarius. We've just had a major shift, a major transition. That transition is dealing with the rising of a global consciousness. This, this is dealing with the fact that all of us are waking up to our true selves. We're, we're tapping into these energies. We're tapping into our true place in the cosmos. We're understanding that, oh, wait a minute. We're not just fucking physical bodies that's put here to be controlled by the powers that be and just jump in line and, and just, you know, continue to make this machine work. You know, we're, we're actually transcending our physical existence and really understanding that, hold up, I've, I've been here for eternity, right? I mean, there's babies that can tell you, you know, that, I, that, that, you know, that they've been here before without actually saying that, you know what I mean? Cause they're fresh from the source. They're fresh out of that, that cosmic wound, that that pushed them out and manifested them into this physical reality, right? And so what 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 these metaphysical tools do is they they help you return back to that to that essence. They put you back in a space of of a fifth dimensional existence. You're not you're not uh, you're no longer uh, you know you're no longer stuck within this physical body. You know, like like we always thought we were, and so again this is ancient wisdom this is this is sacred this is sacred wisdom that used to be used for you know for the sake of healing the masses and for the sake of um status for real you know what i'm saying uh, you know if you if you look at uh, the the ancient Nubian culture, the Nile Valley civilization, you know, even even the uh, the ancient Americans, you know, the uh, the the Olmecs and the Mayans and the Aztec civilizations, you know, the indigenous American civilizations. No matter where you are, anywhere on this globe, you're going to tap into precious metals, precious crystals. You're going to tap into metaphysics and those higher sciences because that was the fucking norm in the ancient world. So what I want to do is become a conduit to a global return to to that to that type of uh to that type of uh, uh mind frame and that type of thought process. Whenever I get an ailment and I get a dis-ease, that means your body a disease is, is when your body is dis-eased. It's, it's out it's not an ease. It's it's uh it's throwed it off. So something is out of alignment. Like I said, every chakra affects the organs around it. If I'm talking about my neck chakra, I'm dealing with my stomach. I'm dealing with my intestines. Right, I'm dealing with everything that exists in the middle of my torso is all affected by the health of my my uh, solar. So, you know, if you've ever felt that that feeling of nausea because you got something coming up, you, you got you you on your way to a to a fucking uh, you're on your way to to do a public speaking event or you know whatever for whatever reason you're nervous. You know your stomach is, is all in bubbles and in shambles. And I've actually put this to the test. I've used one of my other favorite crystals called Bumblebee Jasper. It's a very, it's, it's a very bright yellow crystal. And I've meditated with that at a time of being nervous. And when I tell you that my frequency got right back where it needed to be, that's 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 some powerful shit. Because we don't need Western medicine. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want to emphasize the fact that. Whatever ails you is usually due to a misalignment in your chakras. Again, every chakra has a different key note that it coincides with. Do re mi fa sol la ti do, right? So if any of that is awful, is, is out of is out of whack. You can't you can't go do re mi. Something is off right there. If your do re is me, off. You see what I'm saying? So that that's what they call dissonance. You know, dissonance is when when it's not in harmony. You know, when when um, you hear an orchestra playing and somebody string pops on their violin, and that shit sound right. That's dissonance. You're out of harmony, right? And so that's what this is about: is is, is returning our body to our original harmonic nature and um, and making that shit look good. You see what I'm saying? Because we, we we're adorning ourselves in these crystals, you know, and and people feel that shit. They, they feel that energy. They see it. They want to know what it's about. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that if the universe has imparted some wisdom onto you, your primary obligation is to impart that wisdom uh, um, uh, uh, among other people, you know, among your people for that matter. You know, so that's, that's what we're doing here. That's, that's why all of us are tapped in because we understand that there's more to this reality than just what we're dealing with on the physical plane. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really curious as to uh, all of y'all in the audience. Like, how how have crystals affected you? Are you are you are you the type of person that carries crystals in your pocket? Do you do you wear crystals? What are your favorite crystals? You know, I want y'all to raise your hands. Like, come up on stage with me. This is my first room, so you know, don't make me sit up here and you know <laughs> preach to y'all. <laughs> um, Please God.
1: Peace. Um, yeah, peace, my peace. first crystal was your uh, new energy, um, lapis lazuli, and I feel like it it has um, actually helped me um, with my throat chakra. So I just wanted to really come up here here and tell you, uh, you know, big up for opening this room and you know creating that balance. So.
2: Yeah, that's what's up. Uh, that's what's up with the I did not know that, that that first piece that you got for me was your first crystal. That is amazing. That's amazing. I, I'm actually grateful that I uh that I played a part in your journey like that. You know
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've gotten several pieces since then and, and I tend to get more. So thank you for for your um enlightenment.
2: No doubt, no doubt. And and you know, another thing, um, you know, crystals do crystals hold information like literally I can I can hold the crystal in my hand they they store information and they relay that information which is again why clear quartz is used in electronics because what it is is it's moving information from from one source to another um, and so I say that to say this I cannot create if I'm not in a, in a peaceful state I can't create if I'm not vibrating high enough to be able to provide you know the, the purest of energy possible and from where I'm coming from. You know what I'm saying? In order to to send this out to somebody, I got to put a certain type of love energy into that. And so I have to protect my space. I have to protect my peace because I don't need any of these pieces to be holding any type of negative energy. You see what I'm saying? And so this has to be a lifestyle for me, at least me. Um, So I just want to say that, you know, anybody who has crystals, if you work with crystals, if you meditate, be very intentional. Be very intentional. Know what you're dealing with, what crystals you have because you, what you don't want to do is have an adverse effect in the situation. You don't want to take the, take the advice of somebody who don't know what they're talking about. And they got you, you know, opening chakras that you should be subduing and subduing chakras that you should be open. You know, so it's, it's really out of game. It's, it's actually very, very, uh, very real. So, um,
1: can I you know, ask again, you something D? Please do. Um, how often should one clean their, uh, pieces? Or how do you know when to Um, clean them?
2: Okay, so, well, let me say this. So there's there's a difference between um, cleaning and cleansing. Um, If you're talking cleaning, and and also, I mean, are you asking me about the pieces or the crystals? Because that's, you know, that's that's the difference as well.
1: The crystal Um, mainly, but I did uh, hear you yesterday about cleaning the, copper with the lemon and i i have lemon and himalayan salt so i'll do that mm-hmm. with
2: the copper okay yeah great so and for everybody listening that's what she just said is exactly it there's other methods as well but my, my favorite method is um I, I i'll cut a lemon in half um i use pink himalayan salt and I'll, I'll put that on the lemon itself um so if you have any copper jewelry even if it's not a crystal in it you know if you have any copper jewelry at all um what you do is you'll you'll put that salt on the lemon and you'll rub it on the actual copper and it will shine up like new. You can practice on a penny if you want to, you know, but it, it'll make that copper shine like brand new. Um, but in terms of cleansing your, your crystals, what you want to do is um, there's several ways. Um, one would be to sage them, you know, kind of, you know, burn, burn a stick of sage, you're going to hold the crystal or the jewelry, in the sage smoke and you're going to allow that sage to uh to purge all the negative ionic energy from that crystal. Um that doesn't take a lot of work, you know, this is very simple. Um one of my favorite methods is charging it in the full moonlight. I'll put them on my on my windowsill on the night of a full moon and man, they get juiced up. They get juiced up. Deep deep colored crystals like a dark amethyst will become even darker. They'll it, be richer. You know, rose quartz returns that, that pink luster that it has because rose quartz fades over time, for those who don't know. Um, so that, that's one way. Moonlight, sunlight. To sit them out in sunlight for a while can charge them up. Um, uh, you can put them in ocean water to charge them up. You can uh, bury them in the soil. You can use instant smoke. So there's, there's various methods, uh, various methods. But my favorite is, is sunlight and moonlight, um, Leticia. So that's... uh. That's, that's a simple way to do it. Um,
1: That's that's peace.
2: Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, Yeah. Um, So another, another element of, of crystal healing um, deals with uh, the, uh, the science of how vibration manipulates matter. The way that uh, 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 a vibrating entity can affect the the makeup of things that come into contact with it, right? So one there's a science called cymatics. If anybody's familiar with it, it's spelled C-Y-M-A-T-I-C. Cymatics is the science of how sound vibration manipulates matter. And lest you not forget the the uh, synonymity of if that's a word. <laughs> The synonymousness of uh, sound vibration, light vibration and color vibration. They all are together. They all go together. Um, so in science and somatics, one of the practices that they do is they'll would, they would take like a big metal plate and put some type of white powdered substance on it, whether it be salt or sugar or something. I, I'm not sure what they use, but it's like a white powder so that you can see it on the, the the black surface of this big metal plate. And just pour a bunch in the middle and what they'll do is sit this big metal plate on top of like a speaker or some type of subwoofer that that emits sound vibration and they'll start at a lower frequency with a right a very very deep low frequency almost outside of our our range in terms of our capability of being able to hear it very low frequency and what it does is it forces just the vibration alone forces that white powder to move around on that metal plate and form perfectly symmetrical geometric um, shapes, perfectly symmetrical, right? Almost like one of those uh, mandalas, if, if y'all know what that is. Those 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 uh, psychedelic images, like the circles with all the designs in it and shit like that. So, at its lowest vibration, that that powder creates very simple but symmetrical shapes. As you raise the frequency of that vibration, those shapes start to shift and move around into more and more complicated designs. So say it starts out with a basic shape, like a big circle in the middle with a couple circles outside of it. When you raise that joint up a, 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 a frequency, you will see all of that shit change shape and become much more complex. Now it'll be like four circles in the middle and you know 16 uh, circles on the outside. See what I'm saying? So it becomes more and more complex as the vibration rises. So by the time you get to that high dog whistle frequency that you can't even hear that, right? when you hear that, I mean, when when, you, when it vibrates at that frequency, that that powdered substance becomes extremely intricate. It's all over the place, but it's beautiful because it looks like a snowflake or something. It's that, it's that intricate with that much design. And so what that's showing you is that the higher the frequency, the more sophisticated the vibration, and the the uh, the better it, the better it affects the physical makeup of of whatever uh, whatever uh, entity that is being affected by it. Right. So, how does that affect crystals? Again, crystals are constantly operating under the law of vibration. They're constantly vibrating so the same way you can put a crystal close to your energetic body and affect your chakra system and affect your energy or even the energy in the room you can put a crystal in, 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 a, in a jar in a cup of water or in a Kool-Aid pi- uh, in, a, in a Kool-Aid pitcher in <laughs> uh, a Kool-Aid pitcher full of water you know, and, and put and put a crystal in there right whatever, whatever crystal you want that water to vibrate at whatever frequency um, highest vibrational obviously you're going to deal with clear quartz so I would say put a clear quartz crystal in your water let it sit overnight right or just the crystal alone is going to change the makeup of that water it's going to change the vibration of that water so that it edifies you even more when you finally uh, intake it right I've done this that water will give you energy the next morning when you drink it Um, Queen Taurine on stage peace peace Queen
1: peace goddess Peace King. peace got
2: it peace, peace, thank you for sure for sure thank you for um, thank you for pulling up um, oh you're welcome. you're talking about an elixir right? An elixir exactly thank you thank you for that um, that's exactly what an elixir is. Um, so what you're doing is you're changing the the, the uh, mineral compound of the water itself and if you were to put it under a microscope, that water on a microscopic level will have very intricate, um, you know, a very intricate design in terms of its its makeup. And that affects your body as you drink it. Okay, so that's that's just in the context of, you know, putting crystals in your water and things like that, right? But let me take it a step further. When we think about our voices, the way that we use our voices and the fluctuations that we use in our voices, this is a little off the topic of crystals, you know, per se, but it's still in the conversation. The way that you speak to things, things and people affects the physical makeup of that being, literally, because of the science of cymatics and how the sound vibration of your voice manipulates the molecular matter of that being. So if you're talking to, a child, right? When you're, talking to, when you're talking to a baby, nine times out of ten, you're going to goo goo ga that baby. Hey, hi, baby. Right? And that you're maintaining a high vibration because you're trying to speak life into that child. Right? Now, when you speak to something in anger, it has the opposite effect. Again, when you talk about those, those higher vibrational frequencies, those are the most sophisticated,, um, most beautiful forms of um, the uh, uh, most beautiful structure of that that particular compound, right? But when you talk to or expose something to a lower frequency, um, you can actually break that makeup down to a more simpler, lower vibrational state than it already was, right? So if something is vibrating at uh a five hundred and twenty three hertz frequency, and you come to it like a tuning fork, and you and you're speaking at a very low tone, like yo, like the way you do. Right? <clears throat> like 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 you do when you're angry. You speak in a lower tone when you're angry. What you're doing to that child or that baby is you're breaking down that, you're breaking that baby's energy down. If that makes sense. What you're doing is you're 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 bringing that child's vibration down to where they can't operate at those higher, more sophisticated frequencies. They can't even operate at their best because they're literally, you're literally killing the, uh, you're killing their ability to ascend beyond a certain vibrational frequency. Um, And to do that consistently throughout a child's life, imagine how that affects them in, in their older age. They don't even know how to vibrate higher. They don't have a category for that, you know. Whereas um, I'm going to use plants as another example. You know, you can do the same thing with your plants. You know, everybody everybody knows that the whole idea of talking to plants, and you know, some people think that shit is crazy, but you know, those are people who don't belong in this room because you know we understand the power of spirit, we understand the power of uh, of our metaphysical uh, existence. So, with that being said, you know, you can speak to your plants in a way that can help them grow. Or you can speak to a plant that can kill them overnight in a way that can kill them overnight. You see me? So we have to be cognizant of that. We have to be aware of our energy on every level. Self-awareness is is the first stage of, of any, any type of growth. You have to know where you are before you know where you're going, right? And so I implore you to think about the way you talk to yourself. Think about the way. Think about the the frequency in which you speak to yourself, even on on, on the inside, right? Are you are you gentle with yourself, right? Are you allowing yourself to, to vibrate on a higher frequency by by speaking life into yourself, right? Or do you have one of those, you know, one one of them? Uh, what was the, What was the phrase? Stinking thinking. You know, what I mean, are you, do you have stinking thinking, where where you are literally stuck in a perpetual state of complaining? Um, a perpetual state of a uh, woe is me, and th- this shit is all fucked up, and blah blah blah. I feel like this is an important, um, especially considering who, who we got in the room, because you know those of y'all who who are you know typically in the room with with myself and uh, Yarema Karama, y'all know we you know we be going hard. You know we talk about a lot of a lot of topics that that are uh, that deal a lot with you know the the way of the world. You know the things that are going on in this third dimensional realm. Not to say that you know, obviously, you know, we approach it from a from a higher higher perspective, from a higher vibrational standpoint. But what I'm saying is that you know we're dealing with the we're we're dealing with the things that we're all um, we're all imputed with in terms of having to deal with in our day to day lives, and you know the the current events and what's happening with these fucking vaccines, and you know the way society is, is 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 all fucked up and this and that, right? Um. So a lot of times we, we we tend to create that cycle in our own minds where we're just stuck in this three-dimensional realm. We're stuck in this physical plane where, you know, you look outside and everything is just it's just chaotic. You know, um, you watch the news and it's chaotic. You know, you go to the store and it's chaotic. Everything is just extremely low vibrational. So your only real solace is the people that you keep around you who are either speaking life or breaking you down. And then you got yourself. Primarily, you got yourself first and foremost. What are you doing to heal your energetic body? What are you doing to heal the 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 part of yourself that doesn't exist on this plane? The part of yourself that that has a bird's eye view of what's going on. You know, we we've uh, somebody gave the analogy before about a video game, right? You got those you got those video games where, uh, like Call of Duty, but y'all are familiar with. it. Um, where literally the entire screen is just your perspective, what you can see first-person point of view. You see the little guns sticking up, and you see what's immediately in front of you. You don't have very much peripheral. We're dealing with what's directly in front of you, right? That That's how we operate when we're in a low vibrational state. All we can focus on is the event of the day, whether good or bad. You know, I don't know... You know, I don't. I don't know who who all y'all might deal with on a day to day basis. But if you ever come in contact with somebody that all they can talk about is what happened today, yeah, I heard. Such and Seth went over to the, the hospital this morning, and yeah, bro. You know, uh, what's his name came outside. He went back in the house. I don't know what he. Like, what the fuck? What, what are you talking about, man? You know what I mean? Like this is a conversation, you can't even maintain this time Like, what the fuck is you talking? Like this is this is why I'm a hermit. You know, this is why I don't really operate with with a lot of people i'd be i'd be in the crib raising my vibration you know because these are conversations that are very difficult for me to have Patricia, you wanted to add something i'm sorry
1: I, I i wanted to just ask you something if
2: that was up a- please yeah of course this is this is an open forum for everybody y'all can come on up.
1: um so mm-hmm. how do you, what do you um suggest one do when they're meditating with crystals would you mm-hmm. Say to go with whatever chakra you're trying to open or close, or I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, um, so I, I I actually would start with that, uh, whatever whatever chakra you're trying to open or close. That's that's actually a great startup point. But a lot of people, you know, aren't necessarily privy to the, to that type of information. So um, for one, on the very basic level, if you're drawn to a specific crystal, right? Say you walk into a crystal shop, or, or hell, you you know, you scrolling through my IG page, whatever. And, you, and a specific crystal jumps out at you. And that, that actually does happen. You know, if you walk into a crystal shop, something is going to catch your attention before everything else, right? Sometimes what that is, is, is your your energetic body is telling you that this is what I need, you know, um, and you're drawn to it for a reason. But to be more, um, you know, to be more intentional about it, I would say, think about the areas of your life that, that you might, I don't want to use the word struggle, but areas in your life that you feel could use, you know, could be benefited through, through, you know, energetic healing. So what you would do is tap into what, you know, what chakra coincides with that specific aspect of of your life. So if, for instance, if uh, somebody's having relationship problems, um, and so you're dealing with matters of the heart, you're dealing with matters of love, you know, maybe it's, uh, Maybe you're having a hard time uh, being compassionate to the person that you love, uh, and this is a very, very basic example. But I would suggest you know tapping into some of those heart chakra crystals, like a rose quartz, like a uh, maybe like a green emerald or uh, something to that effect. So you you would you would go down that that specific you know um, you go you you would you would go to that specific uh, chakra and, and find out what crystals work best with that chakra. Um, and when you meditate with it you can obviously sit there you know, in a seated position and meditate with the crystal in your hand but it's much more effective if you were to lay down on your back place that heart chakra crystal on your heart and then vibrate um, and, and meditate at that vibration in terms of what you're focusing on in your meditation, you're going to focus on the heart chakra Obviously, you know, if anybody that does yoga or reiki or whatever, um, the breath is very important. You're gonna always return to your breath, so the primary focus is your breath. But you're setting the intention before meditating that you're healing your heart chakra with this crystal. Um, so that, that's, I guess, that's the best way I can put it. If if you just want to, if you're just thinking about your general overall well-being and you're just meditating for the peace, you know, in general, um, I would recommend the clear quartz crystal because that is the highest, most powerful vibration. Um, uh, Selenite, which again, you know, you can literally use selenite to charge all other crystals. That's another way to answer your previous question. That's another way that you can cleanse or charge, you know, your crystals is by sitting it on a a piece of selenite. Um, But those are two crystals that kind of coincide with all chakras. So those would definitely be beneficial in, in meditation. Um, and I personally like to go straight to higher vibrational crystals um, like amethyst. I, I like to meditate with amethyst. I like to meditate with um, uh, what else i have be using? I like to use uh, lapis and azurite. I like to use the blue crystals uh, again because I'm working on my throat chakra. So that's that um, to answer that question. Um, peace. Um, uh, Tareen, Latina, my brother, my brother. Well, I'm so glad you popped up, my G. What's going on? Um so uh, yeah, we we can peace God. Um we can go on that order. Um Tyreen, if you have something you might want to add, um, and then Latina and then well.
0: Yes. Um I wanted to say um for me I know that um Egyptian yoga, um there's this guy uh that I follow on YouTube. His name is Yasir Ra Potep. Um and you can just search Egyptian yoga and I know A couple of his videos, um, I watch, you know, just to help me with my yoga routines and through Egyptian yoga you can actually tell which one of your chakras are actually imbalanced through different poses. And I know um through his yoga like he does like go through how, you know, the different how your chakras could be affected through the different poses. So like that's a way, um, that you can um Figure out where the imbalance is as far as your chakra, so you can know which crystals to use. Um, I'm glad D you mentioned about actually laying the crystals on the chakra that you need help in because, yeah, that's something that um, I have to put in the forefront because sometimes I'll meditate with a specific crystal, but it is good to uh, to actually lay the crystal on the area uh, where you want the the most help in uh, with your chakra. So. Um, yes yeah, definitely e- Egyptian yoga is, is a very great way to know where exactly your imbalance is um, so yeah I just wanted to uh, to add that oh and two of my favorite crystals that I like to use is African Jade um, I like to use that for creativity and um, the Rose Quartz and I got this Citrine that I got from UD um, I use this as well but those are the three oh and Amethyst I do use um, Amethyst uh, normally when I meditate but but yeah, like if if anybody uh really want to get down with getting your chakras aligned up, you, yoga is definitely that's good healing right there.
2: Yeah, that's that's facts, Taraneh. I appreciate that input. Um, thanks a lot. So, can can you repeat the brother's name who does the comedic yoga?
0: Sure, no problem. His name is sir. Look, I could be saying it wrong. It's spelled Y I R S E R um or you can just search egyptian yoga and you'll see his name pop up
2: okay okay that's well. thank you very much for that thank you so much you um, uh african jade that's that's actually a good a good crystal um i had a piece of that and i ended up making a uh, making a, a beautiful neck piece with it and sold it um but uh african jade definitely um Queen Latina, peace. Welcome to the room. How are you? Latina, are you there? Oh
0: yes, yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear it. it had cut out. No um,
2: no worries, beloved. Everyone. Peace, guys.
0: Um, I just wanted to uh, I'm really a beginner with the crystals. I only have um like some Sun Guide and then the World support. Um so all the information you gave was really helpful. Um, but i had a question i know leticia had mentioned she had got a piece from you that really was helping her with her throat chakra and that's something that i really want to work on uh, but i missed um what the piece was that she had got from you so i was just wondering if um if you should reach yeah sure um yeah, go ahead go ahead leticia i know what it is but you can answer
2: Oh,
1: no. Uh, Empress Latina, that was the uh, Lapis Lazuli. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I would
0: definitely be interested in um, trying to get that
1: piece because I know that's something that I'm really trying to work
2: Okay, now, indeed. Yeah, a, I, a, I, that's where I'm
1: at. Job. I mean, Empress, he's, he's like, he, his work speaks for itself.
2: Letitia, thank you so much. That's love. Um, yeah. So um, Latina and, and whoever else in the audience, you know, y'all, um, you know, tap in. Uh, you, you see my IG there. Um, I, I do custom orders. Um, so yeah, you know, definitely just you know, tap in, uh, hit my DM, and and we'll go from there. Um, the lapis is, is a very beautiful crystal, it's, and if you don't, if you can't picture what it looks like in your mind, it's it's a, a very rich blue crystal, and it's got. Metallic, metallic gray streaks in it. It's, it's a very, very beautiful, very powerful pistol. Um, I got a, I got a nice piece of it right here in my hand. But uh, definitely Latina, um, tap in with me if, if you're interested. Uh, brother, brother wealth for sure. Uh, brother wealth, yeah, man. What's up, G? Peace,
4: peace, God. Peace, God.
2: Man, peace, God. To
4: be in your room, man. in <laughs> <laughs> your room. This is awesome. This is awesome. You know, um, I just came in kind of late. It's been a long day of travel, but um, uh, I love the fact that you opened this room because now I get to get some testimony. You know what I mean? But um, you, you got can get some hands, brother. You know what I mean? And um, uh, I got, I got to, uh, I got two crystals from you—the uh, malachite and the amethyst. Right? And you know, the wife she got her two, but I'm gonna speak on the two that I got. But she's in the audience. Um, but the uh, Malachite man. Malachite is a like green Green kind of crystal uh, it, it, To me it's just it's beautiful You know what I mean It just it, Each one has its own property you know, A little about myself You know I've heard it before But you know I just finally in life I'm at a stage where I accept That you know Certain gifts that I have You know uh, I'm just accepting them I fought them for most of my life. Uh, ran from them. Didn't want them. <laughs>
2: you can't, really, run yourself, no.
4: you, know? you can't run from yourself. You know, you can't run from 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 what you've been called to, to do, and to get that then bestowed upon you. You know, I'm um I'm, I'm very empowered. I can feel energy, move energy, and I and I and I have a lot of visions, like I bring things. I don't necessarily call it a dream, but like, I have dreams, but I also have visions. which like, you know, the spirit just moving to another place or another time. The Malachite, man, the Malachite helped me because for a long time I was shutting down. You know what I mean? Just withdrawing. With my own personal, you know, my own personal uh, stories of overcoming certain things in my life, uh, tribulations in my life. And it started. You know, withdrawing people, withdrawing from you know, just expressing myself. And that malachite, you know, this year was really a year where I kind of stepped into my power. And uh, it's been an amazing journey. When I got to malachite, you know, that's a heart and throat shop for Crystal. And uh, like the the emotional, you know, some of the properties, you know, just the name a few, like uh, balance. Um, abundance manifesting vision you know alignment of the heart mind emotional growth you know and i can say that i've i've i've, I've undergone so much of those areas and growth in those areas you know just in the last few months like it feels like years ago because so much has happened and i've grown so much you know, uh, in in in, in Eurema's room, you know, you got to say, uh, <laughs> "I have those analogies You know what I mean? And I, yeah, man. I think that uh, that malachite crystal it helps to uh to, to crystallize my thoughts into words in a very effective way. Um, and the amethyst crystal, you know, that huh, that that one is power. I mean, they both powerful, but they they so unique and their power. You know, that's like third eye crown shopper. And um like with with the gifts that I already have, you know, in terms of like vision and stuff like that, like I've started dream, like I stopped dreaming for a long time and now, you know, uh this year like it's it's been an explosion of it, you know, back again. You know, once I made choice and set my intent, you know, what I mean, to just, you know, become a better version of myself. And, clarity of my vision and my intuition and my spiritual awareness, all these things that are that are properties of this person. You know, um psychic ability, interpreting dreams, you know, psychic protection, all of this. It, it amplifies that. So like I, I, I have <laughs> I have I have the most vivid dreams now, uh, and visions where when I when I when I when I rise, you know, from that rest, immediately I understand. It. Whereas before, I, I would I, oftentimes I would I would get the vision, but I wouldn't understand the meanings behind it. I'd be blind to You know, now I, I understand it right away. You know, it starts falling into place. So you know, uh, it's, it's, it's 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 I'm enjoying the journey, man. And 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 the the you know the crystals that 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 uh, you made is definitely. Uh, it's it's, it's it's adding all kinds of paint to the palette on this journey. You understand what I mean? It's a beautiful thing.
2: Hey, well, thank you so much for that testimony, brother. I, I really appreciate that. Um, those the, the the two pieces that that you got, I, I remember it vividly. I, you know, I, I make a lot of pieces but I remember specifically the process of creating those two pieces that you wore, that, that big amethyst Geo that you have. And it's actually a deep purple, very dark, deep purple amethyst. And it's actually a pretty big chunk too. And, uh, and I know you got that, that Malachi piece that, that I wrapped, it kind of looks like a, uh, like the shape of a woman's head or something like that with a, with a head wrap on or something. I think um,
4: it looks like a pyramid, <laughs> but a three-sided Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it
2: does. It does look like a pair of three-sided pyramid. Facts, fact. Um, but, but uh, I, I wanted to say that because the shape and the, uh, the shapes and the formations of the crystals affect the energy of the crystal um, uh, anything that has a point on it is a whole lot more powerful than a crystal that's tumbled and smoothed around the edges uh, when you use a crystal in its natural formation um, you're, you're using it with all of its points and edges that means that at those points and edges, the energy is concentrated. So if you ever see a faceted crystal that's got a pointed edge on it, even even though that edge might be man-made and cut to be that way, um, that that the energy in that crystal uh, goes towards that point, if that makes any sense. Um, if you have a, a, a crystal that's shaped like a pyramid or similar to it, like that malachite piece, that's like pyramid ascension. That, that energy goes up to those angles on that pyramid. Um, so I just wanted to—I wanted to just say that um, if y'all can uh, pull to refresh, if you PTR real quick on the screen, um, I did this specifically because of what Latina was talking about, um, and and Leticia with that lapis lazuli. I want y'all to get a little visual of what it looks like, and I have uh, a list of the properties of that specific crystal. Um, and I think I'm going to start doing this in my room um, whenever uh, a certain crystal—at least once or twice throughout the conversation—I'm going to—I'm going to put one of these information sheets up and highlight a specific crystal. Um, so yeah, let's keep that in mind for for future rooms. Um, if there's cool. any ideas, if anybody, thank thank you, King. Thank you, thank you. G. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna um, you know if, if if we're in a room and y'all have any questions about any specific crystal, uh, I'll do my best to to pull one of these up. I created this here, so and, and I don't have it for every crystal, obviously, but. Um, just tap in with me, and, and whatever information you might need regarding any crystal or, or any chakra, or what you might be going through, trying to find out what crystal might be best for you, um, feel free. i um, you know, I, I, you know, shit. I, this is my life. You know, I, I spend all my time with this shit. So, and you know, my schedule is wide open. So, feel free, y'all can call me anytime. You know, tap in on my DM anytime. Um, but uh, I definitely, definitely want to hear from the queen herself, the empress, the goddess Chanel. And I definitely want to hear from Sister Monica. So let's uh, let's go in that order, if y'all don't mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, actually, Chanel, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, beloved. Um, Monica was definitely in the room a little early. I know she's been waiting to speak. So, Monica, if you want to tap in, what's going on, Corey?
0: Okay, peace, family. Can y'all hear me?
2: Like crystal clear, yes. Okay. Um,
1: peace, God.
0: Peace, goddesses. Um I normally don't need I mean, you. Just listen and and take it all in But uh, I just wanted to tap in real quick Uh, For one, I really appreciate you having this room And and just the subject matter Um, Just to give you a little bit of history I've been collecting ever since I was a kid But uh, back then it was just collecting rocks And I never really had a deeper understanding of why I was doing it I just always did And, um, yeah, it was always something that I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed looking them up. I enjoyed labeling them, uh, looking up the scientific properties. And, again, that was before I knew of any metaphysics knowledge. So, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Another point I wanted to make was um, with the telonite, I don't believe it can get wet. Like, I think that's the one thing that that will dissolve if it gets wet. So that's one that you want to avoid putting in water. Um, But moonlight, sunlight, you know, charging it that way, it's
4: it's all good.
0: Um, Another thing I wanted to share was um, there's this eneology calendar on a website called secretenergy.com. And I like to um, go on there every so often just to... see what the vibration is for the day and uh it also mentions like uh what the crystal is uh the particular colors like for instance today is sunday so the colors would be gold orange citrus and the crystals it's something called crystal Barrel, but it does change every so often and then it goes into the herbs of the day the chakra uh, the frequency, the vibration, whatever um, megahertz are, I guess, high for that day. So I just wanted to share that just in case anyone was interested in, you know, with their yoga meditations or just their regular meditations if they want it to happen. That's another tool that I think I, I, I find it useful. Um, so yeah. I think that's basically it. So thank you. Monica. Again. Let me have the
2: stage. Oh. thank you, nah, thank thank you so much for that for that contribution. Nah, um, I, and I'm grateful that you brought up that about selenite. I, I I left that out earlier. Um, yeah, y'all please keep that in mind. Although selenite is powerful to charge other crystals, on you got to be mindful of how you're charging selenite itself because I have seen selenite completely dissolve in water. So thank you for that. And that information that you gave about the days of the week and things like that, I've actually never heard that. and all my studies at Crystals, I've, I've never heard that. So thank you for that information. I'm definitely going to tap in and, and learn more about that. Appreciate that. Much love, Sam. Um, much love, much love. Uh, yeah, Sister Chanel, please, welcome to the room. Peace.
0: Hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on stage. Uh, when you pinged me, I was like, oh. I got to get in this room because I wanted to share. Um, I think your work is awesome. And I actually got introduced to your work through, um, obviously, Dwayne, because uh, he had told me about what it is you do. And when I checked out your page, I was like, oh, I'm definitely interested. So I wanted to share. I'm a firm believer of things choosing us and not us choosing things, whether it's a person, a name, etc. So when I saw your page, the first crystal that stood out to me was the citrine one. Like that was the one that called to me for whatever reason, that's the one that I needed to get. So I have that one. and have the amethyst, but that citrine one, I don't know. It's something about it. Even our three-year-old, like he loves that one. And anytime he wants to wear my crystal, he always grabs that one. And he's asking me if he can wear it. So what I love about the citrine is that, you know, because, You know, some people in the room, they don't know the properties of it is that it attracts wealth and prosperity as well as success. And what I loved about it is that since uh, I've been wearing it, I've noticed that what, let me, let me, let me say that I've been wearing it in conjunction of me also doing affirmations every morning. I do um, these money affirmations every morning. And I noticed that now I move from a space of abundance because the citrine is also good for abundance. So I, I now look at everything as abundance. Um, my relationship, my marriage, I feel like that, you know, the love that we pour into each other, it comes in abundance. There's like this there's unlimited amount of it. You know, uh, my kids, like their growth, you know, as a parent, you know, we sometimes, I sometimes worry about, you know, are they doing things right? Are they doing things, you know, uh, the way, I, uh, I, not that I would like them to be, but uh, in, the, in the correct way where they can be productive in society as they get older. And once I started wearing your crystals, it just started giving me more clarity in the sense where I no longer worry about the things that I, that I don't need to worry about. I, it, it brings uh, great clarity to me, and I love that the Citrine also raises self-esteem and self-confidence. And um, as you might know, uh, when we talked about in in uh, Dwayne and I's clubhouse um, room, I talked to you guys about as outgoing as I am, I, I sometimes struggle with um, my own insecurities and how people view me. And I noticed that as of these last few months that I've been wearing my crystals, my awareness of self has risen so high that I'm no longer um, insecure about, you know, how people view me. And I heard about, like, wearing crystals for for a long time and the properties, but I didn't really think that it really worked until I actually put it on. Dwayne told me we had to charge it, so we put it in the, uh, I think the moonlight, we put it in the sunlight, and the first time I put it on, I immediately felt the properties. I I, I felt the effects of what it is that, it, you know, of the, the properties that, that it, it gives to you or the chances that I said. And I love that about it. There's so many other crystals on your page that I want to get. But it's just like, again, it's all about what chooses me. So I haven't quite gotten chosen. I'll have gotten chosen on which one that I want to get next. That's why I haven't really gotten it yet. But I think the universe is going to align me to, the, to pick the one that best calls to me. But that one and the Amethyst were the two that stood out to me the most. But out of the two, the Citrine is the one that really resonates with me. And I love that you have this room where you can educate us on what it is that it does. Because even though I have it, I still like to know. I still like to hit you up sometimes and ask you, like, hey, you know, like, you know, what can I do for this? What can I do for that? I'm, I'm struggling with um, with self-esteem. I'm struggling with whatever. What do you recommend? So I love that I'm able to come in this room and tap into your resources so that you can pour into me and tell me, okay, well, based on what it is you're going through, I recommend this crystal. To work for this chakra, etc. So I just wanted to share that, and uh, thank you again for allowing me to share my journey with you all.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mrs. Hall. Listen, um, that I, I am extremely humbled. I'm extremely honored for all of you all who not not just not just purchasing from me, but but receiving you know the intention that I put behind my craft and what I do. Um, it, it's it's honestly so much more to me than just you know, putting together, you know, an adornment for somebody to put on their body. Like I, I, everything that you're saying and, and the way that it that it affected you, and this goes for everybody. Like that's that's exactly the intention, you know. And I and I'm very particular about you know the energy that I keep around me, and I'm very intentional about the energy that I put out. So I, I want y'all to know, like I'm I'm extremely honored to to uh, for y'all even you know expressing what y'all have said. um and I, I want to say this because I have your uttermost respect. I, I want to talk about uh, wealth and 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 Chanel for one second because both y'all just gave powerful testimonies, and I'm extremely grateful. Uh, I want to, I want to, I want to. I'm, I'm gonna wrap this room up at midnight. And before I go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this, I'm gonna make this a quick little uh, little anecdote because we're talking about chakras, we're talking about energies, right? and i left this out in the beginning when i was talking about you know when i was introducing the chakras and what they all do now we are meant to be balanced in terms of our masculine and feminine energies right and the reason why i mentioned y'all uh, the two of y'all and uh, you know in this is because that's what i see with y'all i see a very uh, a very strong balance in y'all's relationship you know what i mean and, and i admire that shit man i really do um and I, I just feel like this is a good catalyst to, to be able to bring it full circle in terms of this, in terms of this energy and uh, how our chakras work. Right. So, if anybody in here is familiar with the caduceus, if you don't know what that is, it's that medical symbol that staff with the two snakes going around it. Now, what that is, what that is specifically, and, and this is actually the, the the real meaning of the story of Adam and Eve. This is the metaphysical allegorical meaning of what the story is, is partially about um, just on, on a very uh, basic level in terms of that explanation um, that caduceus that, that staff with the two snakes going around it is indicative of your spine, it's a symbol for your spine right, those two snakes one of them is masculine and one of them is feminine and the way that they cross over each other and they go around that that caduceus um, that is symbolic of your chakras Right. Every at every point that they cross, um, or every every point that, that each snake crosses over the pole or, or that staff, that, that's a chakra. Right? And so if if, if it's drawn or, or depicted properly, there'll be seven points to which it crosses over that pole. Right. And so at the very bottom, at the base of your body, um, you where you earth at your root chakra, um, let me say it like this. We, we know that we're beings of this earth, right? When our feet are on the ground, we're grounded to the earth, just like uh, just like anything electric. It has to be on the ground. It has to be touching something on the ground in order for it to receive and emit that electric energy, right? The the ground itself, the earth itself is feminine, right? So we're going to start there. At, at, at the bottom base level, the earth itself is feminine, right? Your first chakra above the earth is your root chakra. Okay? Now bear with me. I don't want I don't want to confuse y'all. And if anybody, you know, need to stop me, let me know. Um your base chakra, your root chakra is a masculine chakra. It's a, a that, that chakra is masculine energy, right? It's um it's 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 something that's uh that pushes the energy forward. You see what I'm saying? Um you'll understand once I bring it full circle. The next chakra up is your sacral chakra. This is a feminine energy. So, starting from the bottom, you have the feminine earth. You have the masculine root. You have the feminine sacral. Your your solar plexus, just like the sun, is masculine energy. Now, the sun springs light forward. Again, your you, your your solar plexus chakra is dealing with that willpower, that forward motion, that momentum, your effectiveness, and your dealing, right? Um, uh, your 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 sacral chakra, that that uh, that sacral chakra. I'm I'm going back now. That sacral chakra, that feminine chakra, is dealing with your creativity, which is a feminine aspect, right? That's dealing with right brain. That's dealing with the abstract, creative energy. Um, same goes for the sexual energy that coincides with that same sacral chakra. So going up, you know, that's feminine. Then we got the solar plexus, which is masculine, and we've got the heart chakra. You guessed it, it's feminine. You're dealing with love, compassion, you're dealing with empathy, you're dealing with that that uh, that magnetic, that magnetic energy, right? It's, that's where your magnetic field resides, okay? So think about this, though. Magnetism, feminine energy is magnetism. Masculine energy is electricity, right? So when you have electromagnetic field, electromagnetic field, that means that you're balancing both masculine and feminine energies that's what our energetic bodies are for to be able to to uh coagulate among each other those chakras as they harmonize together you have an equal balance of masculine and feminine energy right so your heart chakra is feminine um now imagine that snake you know flip-flopping you know through those, through those poles every at every point it intersects with a chakra right then you go up to your throat chakra what do you do with your throat you 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 project your voice right it goes. It goes outward. It goes forward, which is which is again masculine energy, right? Um, then you got your third eye chakra. Your third eye receives information, right? It receives. It discerns. Um, you're dealing with clairvoyance. You're dealing with um, psychic ability and things like that, which is all feminine, okay? And then you've got your crown chakra. We talked about the crown. With the crown chakra, you're ascending. You're ascending beyond the physical realm into the connection to the cosmos, into the, to the city, Akashic realm, um, which is a masculine action. You're ascending, you're, you're pushing forth up into the source. Okay. So now, past your, your crown chakra, what do you have? There's no more chakras there, but what you have is uh, the etheric energy itself the dark matter or, you know, the universe, or the cosmic energy itself, which is what? feminine. It's full circle. Because just like the earth is feminine, so is dark matter. So is the the, the bowels of the universe, you know, the the womb of the cosmos is a feminine energy. We live in a feminine universe, okay? So think about that. It's it's actually very deep. It's actually very, very deep. Um, If you're able to harness this life force energy, from the base of your body, from your root chakra you have to transcend certain, certain basic, um, certain. Uh, what am I trying to say? It, it, you have to you have to ascend beyond the idea of just surviving. You know, in, in this society, unfortunately, we're we're so inundated with all these issues, we, we can become overwhelmed and we become stuck within our root chakras, which is why we see so much chaos among our people out here. You see so many people that are stuck in root chakra. You got, you know, dudes grabbing their nuts when a woman walked past. You know what I'm saying? And you got motherfuckers that's just, you know, just rushing to eat the first thing available. You know what I mean? Just basic survival. They just exist. Right? Vibrate higher. When you vibrate beyond that, you come to your your sacral chakra. I'm just going to bring this around full circle. I'm going to end the conversation the same way I started. Right? You go back up to the sacral chakra dealing with that creative life, that, that sexual energy, that life force energy, right? Beyond just basic survival, beyond getting up to eat, beyond, uh, just being here on this third dimensional realm, just to be here, you have the purpose of procreation, which is a basic human function. Sexuality is a basic human function, right? And so is creativity. Okay. That life force energy is, is, if are if if all you do, if all you do is have sex, <laughs> and eat, and shit, and breathe, and and just be here, you're vibrating extremely low. You haven't ascended beyond the sacral chakra, right? Then you got your then you got your navel chakra, right? I like to I like to I like to um, liken that to um, to uh, like the yellow hat that that construction workers wear, right? Serves as, as a very a very powerful function. It's yellow, you know, fact, you know, uh, solar plexus color. But the reason why I say that doesn't have anything to do with that. I'm talking about the fact yeah. that a construction worker is out there with a purpose, right? They're out there with a purpose, and what they're doing is they're building something. They have to they have to first they have to be there. They have to be full enough to be able to function. So they got to eat so that that's there's root chakra check. Then you got the sacral chakra. They they're they're going there to create something, right? So everybody has to be on a collective consciousness to be able to create something but in the process of creating something you have to protect yourself so that what you're creating is effective you got to throw that yellow hat on right but that's pretty much where it ends because that's all that's necessary for a construction worker go out there get the instructions do what you got to do to build what you got to build right that's not the architect (laughs) it's not the architect that's only the construction worker okay the architect don't come in until you get, you know, further up into some, some more sophisticated energy, you know, because you have to actually discern things and make decisions, right? So I'm a, the, I'm a dead to construction thing. So that's your shopper, okay? If you're vibrating there, then at the very least, you are using your, your vitality to accomplish something in this realm. You're, you're trying to be effective in the work that you do. Right. So that at least you're vibrating a little higher than basic survival. Okay. Heart shocker, now you're dealing with your, your work your inner workings in, in your life and how you how you maintain your relationships, how you show up in the world. You know, this is a little bit more sophisticated than just functioning and, and, and completing something, right? You actually have to have some type of nobility. You have to deal with matters of the heart with some sort of um, with some sort of wisdom or intuition, you know what I mean? So that's what that is. Um, and as you continue to rise, that vibration becomes more and more sophisticated and your your uh, your frequency is more, uh, is more, what am I trying to say? Uh, it affects your outer world um, in a better way, the higher you vibrate. And as you vibrate beyond your heart chakra, when it becomes more than just your relationships outside of yourself, it becomes more about being, more than just being compassionate, empathetic to others and being able to quote unquote love someone. Then you're gonna rise up into your throat chakra, because if you think about it, you can be all of those things. You can be compassionate, empathetic, and all of those things, but with a blocked throat chakra, you can't communicate that. You. you see? Imagine being in a relationship where you genuinely love this person, but you can't bring yourself to say it because your throat chakra is blocked. Right? So that's the importance of vibrating beyond the heart chakra towards your throat chakra. And then you got much more sophisticated as your third eye chakra and that ability to be, uh, uh, to have that clairvoyance, that intuition, to read into things, to see through people and, and, and kind of see somebody's intentions beyond their words, you see. Uh, now that, that actually says a lot, the intentions beyond their words. So if you're vibrating higher than the throat chakra, then you're able to discern what's coming from someone else's throat chakra. Because you're, you have a, a higher perspective of what's going on with that higher vibration. Okay, so then you're dealing with um you know, you're dealing with, you know, with, with spiritual work, you know, once you get there. So you're vibrating that high. A lot of us stop there. So feel like if you tap into the third eye, you can, you can read through shit, which most of us should be able to if you're not using fluoride toothpaste and you're not, uh, you know, fucking off watching, uh, uh, uh making a stallion videos and shit all day. Um, you should be able to vibrate at least up to your third chakra to see through what's going on. Um, I honestly feel like you know, for us to even be here and to recognize that we exist beyond this physical realm, all of us are at least somewhat tapped into our third chakra, right? I mean, our third eye chakra. So then, uh, at a uh, at the crown chakra, um, this is considered you know our highest vibration in terms of what we're what can we what we can do intentionally. Um, you can't get to any of these chakras without. Balancing the one before it. I'm gonna say that again. You cannot vibrate to any chakra without first balancing the chakra that came before it. If you don't balance your root chakra, you will not reach your your sacral chakra. Basically, if if you don't learn how to survive out here and keep yourself alive, you're not having sex. <laughs> you see me? You're not. You're not. Uh, you're not creating anything. You know, and, and then you're not gonna to vibrate to that next. That that's that solar plexus. You're not gonna be effective in your dealings, your willpower is gonna be low and weak. You're not gonna have empathy for people. You're not gonna be able to project your voice and and and, uh, and express yourself. You're definitely not gonna have any intuition, you know, to be able to read through anything and damn sure won't be able to ascend into higher realms. So you see how that works? You're not you're not vibrating any higher than your basic survival needs, right? So, um, I almost lost my train of thought. So so the whole the, the whole point of me saying that, um, your your aura field, the energy that you that, that people can see and feel when you step into a room, that's your auric field, right? That auric field is, is going to emanate whichever chakra you're vibrating at. So when somebody comes in the room, and their energy is throwing you off. Like, you you know, they come in there on some weird shit and you, you kind of look at them like, I don't know if I can trust this person. I don't know what this person is about. They're probably at a, at a much lower vibration than you. You know what I mean? Or you're tapped into some some, some clairvoyant energy and you're able to to see things beyond the physical that, that they might not even see or know about themselves. So, um, you know, just, uh, you know, to bring a full circle, you know, the, the, the reason why I call this one the power of crystal energy is because we're not dealing with just rocks. We're not dealing with, you know, just anything that we just, that we just dug up out the ground. We're not just wearing this shit because it's pretty colorful and all the rest of that shit. Now, we're we're operating with, with these natural technologies that we were given, you know, by, by Mother Earth. Um, and we're using them for the sake of being you know improving ourselves you know and improving our relationships and and actually creating things in this world for the betterment of you know the future of humanity so um you know i, I want to thank everybody for for coming into my first room um i'm forever grateful i mean I, even if y'all ain't never come to another room just the fact that y'all saw this y'all jumped in here without pinged you in or whatever the case is i'm beyond grateful you know i, I give thanks to all of y'all um and again, if anybody wants to extend this conversation any further or on a more one-on-one level, or if you have any questions or, you know, if you just want some advice or whatever the case is, I'm not, you know, an expert. I don't claim to be, but um, I do do this. So um, tap in with me. Tap in with me. I'm going to do these rooms at least two or three times a week. I definitely won't be focusing on crystals, um, but I just wanted this to be my inaugural conversation because this is what I do. Um, I'm going to have, you know, rooms about, about several other things as it pertains to our spiritual well-being, as it pertains to things going on in the world, and you know, having a higher perspective and how we approach things, um, how to improve our relationships, um, you know, and just just how to how to understand the metaphysics of who we are and and you know, existing beyond just the status quo. Um, I think this is very important. So, I want to thank y'all for being high vibrational beings, and I want to thank y'all for being um, you know on the forefront of this this uh this cultural revolution that we're having. We're in the middle of a major, major shift. The world as we know it, as we knew it, doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. All the shit that we learned when we was growing up, that shit is dead and gone. Now it's time for us to really to step up there and, and be the first ones in our families, for most of us. We're the first ones in our families to really tap into these esoteric understandings of what it means to exist on this plane and when and how to ascend out of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Where our, 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 the, the end of this life is, is by no means the end of our existence. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So when that energy leaves this physical vessel of yours, when it leaves this physical vessel of yours, are you going to ascend back to the source to become one with the all? Or are you going to be cast back down to the three-dimensional realm, pushed through another wound so that you can learn lessons all over again? Right? We have everything that we need to be everything that we need to be. And I implore all of you, don't just be out here going with the flow. Do not ride the wave. Provide the wave. That's what we're here for. Peace and love to the family. I want to thank y'all again for tapping in with me. I'm about to shed a fucking tear right now because I'm just so grateful that all y'all sat through this whole conversation. Man, I love y'all to death. If anybody got anything else to add, um, let's let's, let's do that and then we're going to tap out of here.
4: Man, uh, I know I came in at the end of it, man, but I love you too, brother, and I, and I love the energy in this room and the purpose of this room, and I just want to say I'm looking forward to, to joining joining, uh, joining you again at the, at the, at the next room, because uh, this is much needed and right on time.
2: Love, brother, love, brother, likewise, man, thank you. Anybody else got anything to add? Anybody got any questions, you know? Comments, concerns, whatever. <laughs> if not, then um, you know I catch all on the flip side. Uh, I'll probably—I don't know. I, I really like how this feels. Now I, I usually just go with how with, with how I'm feeling. You know, if I feel like you know, um, if I feel like uh, you know, exchanging energy, you know, I'm gonna I'm 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 open a room. <laughs> but I'm gonna try to be consistent at least two or three times a week. I'm gonna I'm gonna set uh I'm gonna set a little schedule on here so that everybody will be notified beforehand as to when these rooms will be open. But, um, you know, if if anybody has any ideas of topics, I'm going to, I'm going to create a list of topics so that I can continue to maintain this for a long time. Um, so if you got any ideas of any topics around metaphysics or just, you know, spirit, um, shoot me a DM, you know, um, for those of y'all who got my number, call me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my schedule is wide open and I'm not, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not anti-social, um, I'm not so antisocial that I can't, you know, answer the phone and, and give you some conversation. So uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, and again, you know, I'm, I'm here uh, with with all with all positive intentions, all love, and, and, and that type of energy. So I wish all of you peace, light, and abundance. Um, y'all be safe out hey, there. Hey D, can I say one thing?
4: Um, of course, brother. Monica's trying to say something, but I think they don't. to hurt what they do to me. So Monica. You might be oh okay. to leave the room and come right back in. Because I see you trying to talk, but we can't hear you. So if you leave the room and come right back in. That often fixes that if that's what's happening.
2: And please, room okay, yeah. I
4: see you on the stage,
2: too. Yeah, Yarema's back. What's up? What's up, God? Hey, peace, well, you're... peace. Well you guy. Hold on, real quick, Yarema, I want I want um I want the Queen Monica she's able to speak. I know her her joint her is probably tripping a little bit. Monica, can you speak now? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, yes, guys. Loud and clear.
0: Okay. Uh, real quick, I just again wanted to thank you for the room. Thank you for my two necklaces. I love my necklaces, and uh, I know you said to shoot you a DM, but I, while I'm thinking about it for a future class uh, or a future room, if you can discuss uh, organite, I think that'll be great Or Oregon
2: either one of those Yeah, that that was actually my next my next topic. I was going to try to squeeze that into this conversation, but yeah, Monica, I'd definitely oblige and I'll do that. Um I'll probably open a room. Um so so for for those of y'all who tapped into the massive amount of lines with myself and Yarima, um he and I for those of y'all who know or who don't know, Yreema's actually here. He, he's in the other room of my house right now. <laughs> he, he uh he came to DC and and, uh, and you know we've been building or whatever so he's here. Um so what we discuss is that so that I don't monopolize the time on any given day, and and he doesn't, you know, monopolize the time on any given day. We want to get a family to tap in, you know, to to, to all of our conversations. So um, there's going to be certain days that he goes live, and I'm going to try to make sure that I go live on days that he's not. So um, just just keep keep your uh, keep your notifications up, you know, if you will. And I'm I'm going to set uh, my schedule up there, and um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Uh, very consistently, but Monica, to your, to your point, I'm definitely going to make, a, if not the very next rooms, and then the one after that, I'm very soon I'm going to come up with the, uh, a, a conversation about organizing. So Thank you for the suggestion, beloved. Uh, Yarema, peace, God, you're back.
3: Yeah, I was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just had to, uh, apologies for having to leave. I, um, it's so, uh it, 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 it you, you know, it, this topic is right on time, indeed. Uh, because it was no coincidence that I got that call. A good friend of mine, um, she lost her daughter two year, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, lost her daughter. And, uh, then last night, her brother was shot and killed. And, of course, you know, I, I, I sent, I sent, you know, positive energy, but it's like, wow, you know, that, that below. But I made the statement the other day in, in, uh, the, uh, mastermind alliance. I said that we have to start looking at death a little bit differently. Uh, and what I meant by that is the fact that, uh, sometimes when, when people pass, they actually are able to transition to the other side to be a greater benefit and a greater power source for us than they were here in the physical realm. So they can actually be more powerful from a spiritual realm than they are from the physical realm, which I just think is when we talk about our ancestors, that's kind of what we're talking about. And that's kind of the story that she relates to me, the doors that are opening for her now since her daughter's passing. And some of the things that are just happening that are that are phenomenal. And, and I went into that conversation with you breaking down how the crystals work for each of our chakras. And I actually had a question, um, which I think can be—I I know you're about to shut it down. Uh, the question I was going to ask uh, is: Do any of the—and <clears throat> and I think that this can probably be saved for the next room uh, that we—that that that you do. But do any of the uh, seven majors that we talked about, um, that you talked about, the the root, the sacral, the heart, the throat, the the, the penal, and the and the and the uh, crown, will any of those crystals actually um, <clears throat> uh, conflict with any of the twenty one minor chakras? Um,
2: yeah, that's. You know what I mean? That's that's a great question. Uh, so early in the room, gosh, God, yeah, these fireworks just sound like bombs, man. They do. They do. Um, that's crazy. So not, yeah. So yeah. Earlier, I mentioned I I wasn't going to get too you know too deep into all of the uh, the minor chakras, but to answer your question though, um, so if if we think of it like um like your whole chakra system is a spectrum, you know what I'm saying? From from bottom to top, right? So um, if you look at if you think of it like a ruler, right? These major these the major chakras that we discuss regularly, the seven major chakras, those are like the inch marks on a ruler. Right? So mm-hmm. the 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 rest of the chakras, the other um the other fifteen chakras, they exist between those seven chakras as like the centimeter marks on a ruler. Right? Back. And so and so the the closer that any of those minor chakras are to the major chakras the closer to those, to those major energies that they, that they, um, that they coincide with. So they don't conflict, they don't conflict whatsoever, but the, the further that, the further that they get from the major chakra, the less affected they are by that specific, um, by that, but you know, whatever frequency, like uh, whatever crystal you might be using. So for instance, you got your solar plexus chakra right in the middle, right? Yes. Underneath that, you have your your sacral chakra. And above that, you have your heart chakra. So if I have a citrine, which is a solar plexus crystal, and I'm holding that on my solar plexus, whatever minor chakras exist between my solar plexus and heart chakras, the ones closest to my solar plexus will be more affected by that citrine. And as I get closer to that heart chakra or down going closer to my uh, sacral chakra, the less effective that crystal is for those minor chakras, if that makes Mm. sense. So it's it's not that it would conflict, but um, you're you're, you're getting into like a very intricate um, you get just as abundant as these crystals are, there's thousands and thousands of crystals, right? So if we're working with all 22 of the minor chakras, then you have to start thinking about crystals that we don't, you know, shit that we might not even, you know, be aware of. You know, because I I definitely I'm not aware of all the you know thousands of crystals that exist, and so um, yeah, I just look at it like that, man. Um, there, there's no um, there's no absolutes when it comes to energy. Um, just like we talk about that law of um, that law of uh, correspondence. How there's never uh, there's never an absolute point of hot or cold. You know, it can always get hotter, it can always get colder. So when we're dealing with that spectrum, those those 22 um, minor chakras. You're dealing with, you know, just being further along that spectrum at whatever point. So, um, I'm more concerned with whether or not um, whatever energy I'm using for one of my seven major chakras, whether or not that'll conflict with one of my other major chakras. But, that's the reason why a lot of times, even in my jewelry, I'll pair certain crystals together. Because I might give you a Lapis Lazuli crystal. And, you know, people obviously choose what they want with these custom pieces, but if I created myself, for instance, just you know, a piece that I'm making, I pull out a, a lapis lazuli crystal. Um, I, that's that's a bad example, but let's just say, you know, let's just work with that. So I pull out a lapis lazuli crystal. I know that this opens up the throat chakra, but that same crystal can subdue another chakra. Like say that lapis lazuli subdues, and this is not correct, y'all. I'm just this is just an example. Say a lapis lazuli subdues the third eye chakra, but it opens up the third chakra, the, the throat chakra. So I would pair that with an amethyst crystal, so that it'll counteract that lapis lazuli and open up the third eye chakra. Kind of like doctors do with prescriptions; they, you know, they they give you something that give you side effects, and they give you something else to deal with that effect. But the thing is, with these crystals, you can't lose. You know what I'm saying? With these crystals, you you know, ain't ain't no, you know, no, uh, 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 you know, uncontrollable bowel movements and anal bleeding and motherfucking all the rest of that side effect that they tell you at the end of them commercials real fast you know so um yes yeah, answer your question brother um no they, they wouldn't necessarily um um you know cause an issue for those minor chakras. but i would be cognizant of um you know those those seven major chakras for that reason so did i answer your question G
3: absolutely Absolutely. I appreciate that. That makes all the sense in the world.
2: Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. That's a bet. So, yeah, with with that being said, um, we're we're a little over time. Um, uh, I'm I'm grateful for y'all again. Um, I'm not sure exactly what time I'm going to be doing my rooms, but uh, I I definitely want all of y'all to tap in as often as possible, man. I, I really love this build and, uh, you know, shit, I, I feel like we're on the verge of, of a major awakening, man. Y'all just, you know, let's just keep riding riding together, man. I appreciate y'all. Wait, hold I'm up, go up right Wait, hold what's up, hold up, what's up, up, what's up yes. yeah,
3: what, what are you talking about? We're over time. You and Wealth have been in my rooms where we've
2: done this till 6, 7 in the morning, bro. Let's keep going nah, with it. Nah, her. nah, <laughs> but Yoreen, <laughs> I got to. Nah, the only reason why I said that, I, man, you already know me. I'll be up till 5 a.m., but the only reason I said that is because M got to get home, bro. We got to take this brother to the house, man. <laughs> Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. Just, I, I don't want just... to be. I don't want to be in the car trying to hold this conversation and stuff. So, right, you know, I'm just messing so, yeah. <laughs> This this was a great room. Thank you. You already know, brother. Um, <laughs> you already know, hey, man. Hey,
4: uh, hey, real quick before you close it out, yes. suggestion for one of the rooms that that maybe you can host. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe when, when we maybe we can discuss because uh, I would like to uh, some some spiritual experiences that we we might have uh,
2: encountered. Uh, Don, See, now that's that's exactly that's exactly where we going brother that's 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 the that is the, the the vibe like that's that's the type of uh that's a, that's the reason why i open this room so we can have those kind of conversations bro we 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 you know hey you already know me and you be aligned bro we don't we on the same frequency so that's where we at with it man we'll um we'll do that soon we'll do that soon i'm gonna have a conversation about the organite as monica suggested i'm gonna have a conversation about you know personal spiritual experiences And so many other things, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Hey, again, if y'all got any ideas, shoot me a DM, I'm going to build a long list of of different topics and I'm going to just roll the dice and we're going to get into all of that. So, you know, all of y'all, hey, like I said earlier, man, I want y'all to, um, have a peaceful night. If you got some crystals, get some, get some extra meditation in because there's a lot of external energies right now that are, that are trying to conflict with, with the peace that we're trying to maintain. So, um, you know, take some time. Take do like a little ten-minute meditation. Get on YouTube and type in some of that frequency sounds. Type you know, type in um, whatever whatever you whatever issues you got. You know, YouTube got the answer with them uh, with them uh, with all those videos up there of different frequency vibrations and sound bowls. And you know, th- there's no reason why you can't close and, and go into yourself and and do what you need to do to cultivate that positive energy and to raise that that life force energy from your root to your crown. There's no reason. We don't need nothing but ourselves. These crystals are a powerful tool, but you don't have to have them. You see what I'm saying? All all of that already exists in you. Like I said, we have everything we need to be everything we need to be. So, you know, without you know, rapping and shit, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all rock. But, um, you know, I love y'all and uh, y'all have a great night. Peace to the room. Peace, God. Peace, love, and God. light. Peace, love,
0: light everybody.
2: I'm going to do that. like Welfin and Chanel. Um, this room will be ending in five, four, three,
5: two, one. Hey, Yorima Karama here with a quick infomercial. And I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite Internet truth teller getting blocked or put in FedBook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or 7 days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth-teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah, Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Ureema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. I am Yurema Karama, and I approve this message. Look it up.
0: Claude Individual.
2: Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby.
0: Induction. Ashby. production. Ashby.
2: Induction. On the wake up.